going to share a few words now on the incarnation, um, and that's going to be followed by a time when Jemima will dance as a response to that. Um, I'm going to be provocative, uh, but I encourage you to kind of think about what I'm saying and then reflect on it afterwards. So when I talk about the incarnation of God, it can make some Christians uncomfortable. Many are used to thinking of Jesus as God and King, as a divine super-being, really more God than human. Most who hold this view have often grown up in Christian homes and been churchgoers for a while. It is much easier to believe in God as a divine super-being or a sacred spirit. It is much harder to think of God as a fragile and ordinary human being born in the 4th century BC to a poor family in Palestine. A pretty ordinary man born in a backwater of the Roman Empire. Believing in a God who was human is much harder for, for most. But for me, I cannot believe in a God who has not experienced being a human being, who has not been through the suffering and the complexity of life. So for me, Jesus as human as a human being, is a crucial element of my faith, no matter how hard this is for church and many other Christians to hold on to it. We in the MOOC community define ourselves as a new monastic community with our rhythm of life. We have this rhythm of life because we are concerned about the question about how should we live ethically and justly in the now, present in this world, in but not of contemporary culture. As new monastics, we hold on to the thinking of the mystics, contemplatives, monks, nuns and friars throughout the centuries. For them, the incarnation of God is the high point of the Christian story. They, like us, were profoundly moved by the gospel to live a different way, a way of living in the now, in this life, one that is just and one that is inspired by a living relationship with God, which leads to a radical expression of living. For some parts of the church, the great focus is on Easter, because their faith is focused on redemption, about the cross, about Jesus being the divine rescuer. You see this in the creeds, when they shift from the birth of Christ and then suddenly to his death, as if he never really lived. They miss the radicalness of that life, of the incarnation of God. How Jesus lived as a real person, and the call that he gives us of discipleship, not just in what we think and believe, but more importantly, about how we live out the values of this life. There should be less judgmentalism telling everyone else what to believe, with a faith that's focused on life now, rather than just right belief, but therefore is focused on a more radical way of living, a radical to live this way, in this world, in our time, and love and serve God in humility and acceptance. Understanding Jesus as purely a divine rescuer has never been a fulfilling position for me, and I am increasingly affected by more contemplative writers, including St Francis of Assisi, that the great festival of the year is not Easter so much as the Christ Mass or Christmas, to be the highest point of the year because of its focus on the incredible gift of God becoming a human being, breathing, an ordinary guy, with all the frailties and complexity of what being human is all about. 
It, then, is the ultimate expression of God's love, of our frail human incarnation, mystically born and mystically fully human. For Franciscans, Jesus being fully human and fully God was the fulfilment of all creation in all time. For Francis, the birth and life of Christ is a cosmic event. Jesus is far more than the divine rescue effort as the human living, humble redeemer. For Franciscans, the incarnation is the focus of God's purposes and the design from the beginning. So for Franciscans, the details of life of Christ, as recorded in the Gospels, were the main inspiration for faith as life in the now. The way Jesus lived, what he said, his passion, his humility, his love for marginalised people and the poor, his trust in God even in complex and difficult situations, his ability to love enemies and stand up to injustice, and have a deep expression of faith in the orderliness of life, and so radical that he became a threat to the Roman Empire and the religious establishment of the time. This is the point of the Incarnation. So life then becomes an attempt to follow the teachings of Jesus in life, to follow as he did, as a human being, and to experience the world with an openness as Christ did, In this way we follow the Logos, the word as recorded in the Gospel of John, who becomes human in Christ. So from the very start, Christ is seen to be loving and humble. God did not come as a king, but as a suffering, illegitimate servant, and calls Christians to follow in this calling to a loving service and humility. In St Francis' theology, He emphasises Jesus as a man and the mystery of this human being connected to the Trinity, which Francis sees as a divine community of persons, and from the heart of this communion of persons, the word is sent into our world, to us. As Francis said, All-powerful, most holy, most high and supreme God, holy and just parent, Lord, governor of heaven and of earth, We thank you for yourself, for through your holy will, and through your only Son, with the Holy Spirit, you have created all things spiritual and corporal. So with this understanding, Franciscan Friars has attempted to follow this man, despised and afflicted, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, so ordinary that we could esteem him not. So here Christians are called to live a radical expression of love and service, to be contemplatives and committed to action, to be and live in communities of people, a form of loving that costs, to be mystics experiencing God in the ordinance of life, discerning where God brings love, peace, justice, care and encounter. So why is this important? Well, understanding and experiencing Christ as fully human is about giving us hope. Most of us in this community struggle. We struggle with depression, loneliness, brokenness, physical ailments, anxiety and addiction. We think this struggling means that we are not living life properly or fully. This is a modern lie. 
we are more human because we struggle and find solace in being a community of honest yet broken people. Being Christian is about that form of honesty, a gutsy honesty, that seeks God on our own individual paths, but where we are all called on a common spiritual journey. When we are born, the first thing we will experience is pain. When we die, we will experience pain again. And in between, inspired by a loving relationship with the divine, we are encouraged to follow the way of love, which requires commitment, gutsiness, suffering, humility, generosity, gentleness and powerlessness. For both Benedictines and Franciscans, humility is an expression of the Christian journey of faith that we can reach beyond our pains in this God, to find a love that restores, heals and gives us depth. This humility and choosing to live this way is a key focus of the Incarnation and a calling on Christians to live the humble way. For Benedictines, there are over 14 stages to growth in humility. It, then, is to counter the way that we sabotage ourselves through cynicism, cynicism, anger, violence, manipulation, aggression, resentment, self-obsession, narcissism, greed and selfishness. The true Christian faith takes us deeper into our humanity and we discover there our own fragility and brokenness and increasingly our need of God over and above the egos of our minds. This is the path that the incarnation of God took. This is the way that Francis and the monastics went, serving lepers, listening and loving the poor and needy beyond their own needs, a lifestyle that costs, and it is a path that we as new monastics are called to follow and to live, and one of the reasons why we want to run an arts cafe lounge in the city, to practice radical hospitality, to express this vision of a way of life. A way that is about how we live now, not about what we need to believe to enter into the heaven when we die. No, such a view impoverishes an understanding of the Incarnation and the importance of who we are now and what we do now in life. But such a way can bring deep fulfilment, inner peace and centeredness. This is not dependent on entertainment and consumptive gratification, but a way of living that sees Christ in the details of every day, bringing transformation and hope, experiencing God in the details of our lives. If you want to explore this further, I recommend you see the films The Last Temptation of Christ and Jesus of Montreal, films that were seen by the Church as blasphemous because they emphasised Jesus the human. These films have brought me, not distaste, but deep comfort and trust in a God who is fully human. Trustworthy, because that God knows what real life and suffering are about. So as we approach the Christ Mass, in all its consumptive glory and busyness, let's try to hold on to the awe, the beauty and the grace of the very human incarnation. God fully human, the Emmanuel, God with us, who comes to us 
and embraces us in our common humanity.